Hello, welcome, welcome to the Rooted Faith Podcast. This is your host, Juan Marquez. So happy that you are connecting with us today. If this is your first time, welcome. Uh, If you're one of my many followers by faith, right? Welcome back. (laughs) Excited to have you guys connected with us today at the Rooted Faith Podcast. Um, I want to appreciate all of your prayers. It's been a couple of weeks since I've put out a podcast. Uh, my my goal is to put one out every Friday uh, in the month in the you know year 2021. Uh, but uh, my, my family was affected through COVID uh, through the beginning of the year, and uh, myself, my, my my wife, my daughters. Uh, thank God, my wife was not affected, uh, but she had to take care of all, all three of us. And uh, but God's been good. God's been great. So um, I know there's been a two weeks that I haven't put anything out there, uh, but just recovering, coming back with more strength. And thank you all for all of your prayers. But we are here today and getting ready to uh, talk a little bit about this concept, uh, Rod or Fish. That's that's the name of the podcast today, Rod or Fish. And um, we always start with a rooted word. What is the rooted word of the day? What are we going to concentrate on? And I battle with this a little bit back and forth praying and saying, okay, Lord, where are you taking us? And what is it that we want to concentrate? What's the root word that we want to concentrate and really dig in today? And that root word is mentorship. Mentorship. Mentorship is something huge that's been happening more than ever before, it's always been around. Uh, some some people call it coaching, right? Uh, other people call it mentorship. But at the end of the day, is mentorship. That's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. Um, there, there's this phrase from the Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu, and if if, if I killed that 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 pronunciation, I tried the best that I could. Uh, that says, "Give a man a fish, and he will eat for a day." Teach him how to fish and he will eat for a lifetime. Amen. And uh, it's something that you probably heard before or maybe the first time that that you hear it. But if you're any type of leadership role, if you read any books, you might have come across this phrase is used um, a lot uh, in, in the circular world and even in the Christian world. Uh, the concept about whether you want to eat the fish or you want to be taught how to fish. Right. Um, and, and Jesus talks a little bit about this. This is something new. We, we can find in the book of uh, Matthew 4, 19, um, Jesus approaches the disciples, Peter, and they've been fishing all night and, and he, he challenges them, right? And looking at Peter in Matthew 4, 19, Jesus tells Peter, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So here we see Jesus putting out an invitation. Putting out a choice, right? Because they had just gathered a lot of fish through a miracle. Jesus had said, did you catch anything? They're like, no, we haven't caught anything all night. He says, cash your your nets to the right side of the boat. And, uh, you know, Peter looks at him and says, hey, I guess I will. I mean, I've done everything else in your name or in your word or by what you're telling me. I'll do it. And as he throws it over Uh, The Bible talks about they get an abundance of fishes abundant and that so, so big that the boat starts 
to sink. And they're catching this fish in shallow waters. Remember, they're cleaning their nets where Jesus finds them. But so it's an extraordinary story, right? That, but he has to make a decision. He says, basically, do you want to stay with the fish? Because if you follow me, I'm going to make you fishers of men. So I want to pose a question for you today, right? Either in the words of Lao Tzu, uh, better yet in the words of Jesus, do you want to fish or do you want to eat fish? It's either one or the other. If you say, you know, I just want to eat fish, I'm, I'm happy with that. Then you're going to find mentors in your life who rather give you a fish than a rod. They rather provide you with the fish, provide you with what you need, bring it to you because they want to create a codependency on their efforts. They want to be able to be the source where you get fed. They want to be the person that you always have to go to to get encouragement, to get a word, to get lifted up. These individuals that rather give you a fish and not a rod They want followers, not co-laborers. They're not looking to be able to have someone that can work beside them. They want someone that's codependent on what they have to offer. These individuals measure success based on the numbers that surround them. If they see the numbers dwindling, then they feel like they're not successful. So they'll try to do everything that they can through conversations, telling you the right things, telling you what you want to hear, uh, telling you that you're okay, telling you to stay where you are, stay in your comfort zone. These individuals, they're not going to challenge you. Why? Because they want to keep you comfortable. They will keep you fed. You will never go hungry with these individuals. They'll keep you fed. They'll keep you warm. They'll keep you entertained, but not empowered. When you decide to just have someone that is going to feed you fish, then you're going to be entertained, but you're not going to be empowered. And when we look at the books of Acts and Acts 1.8, Jesus talking to his disciples, getting ready to ascend to heaven after resurrecting. He tells them in Acts 1.8, but you will receive power. The Greek word power there is the word dunamis, where we get the English word dynamite. So you will receive dynamite. You will receive power. I don't know if you've ever seen a, a, an explosion, a diamond, dynamite explosion. But let me tell you, any word dynamite explodes, right? Something's left. There is evidence of an explosion. There's smoke, there's debris, there's a hole where it was, whatever was there in that ground zero area uh, is not the same. And that's what Jesus is saying. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the world. Now, the second question is, if you want to fish, You're going to have those mentors that will take the time to teach you the skills to fish. You see, fishing is a skill set. Now, I'm going to tell you full disclosure. I'm not a fisherman. (laughs) I, I have fished before. I have done it before. 
but I am not that guy that would be like, oh my God, I really need to go fish. Uh, but I have friends, um, family members that love to do it um, and enjoy doing it. That's their pastime. That's their hobby. That's their relaxing time and um, more power to them. But I do know that there's a skill to fishing, right? It's a skill that you have to develop. And this is why this setup or this type of mentorship, many people rather just have the fish. Many people rather just get fed and said, nope, I'm just going to sit here and let it come to me and not go through the time process, the mentorship, the skills, the discipleship, someone holding you accountable. You see, Jesus is a rod teaching mentor. When he made the invitation to the disciples, he knew it was going to take him around three and a half years to teach the disciples the ways of the rod. It was going to take time. And there's a specific skill set that has to happen, right? It was going to take time because if you want to fish, you have to learn how to prepare the bait. Every fisherman knows that you have to prepare. You can't just get up and go. It's not like playing basketball, right? Where you can just pick up the ball, go to the court, whether there's someone there or not, you can play and you can interact and you can break a sweat. But in fishing, there's a plan that has to be in place. You have to prepare the bait. So that person needs to take time to teach you what bait to use. What rod to use? There's different rods for different places that you're going to fish. And we can see that Jesus many times didn't use the same rod for the places that he was in with his disciples. Throughout his three and a half year ministries, at times Jesus taught them, this is how we pray. This is when you act. This is when you stay silent. See, Jesus was teaching them, depending on the scenario and the community and the people that you're in, you have to use a different rod. You have to use a different strategy. You cannot use the same thing. Same thing, a perfect example in the Old Testament with Moses. When they were in front of the Red Sea and they were being persecuted by the Pharisees. Not the Pharisees, I'm sorry, by the Egyptians, right? Moses went to pray. And God said, Moses, it's not time to pray. <laughs> what do you have in your hand? Extend it and see what I would do. See, Moses was used to using the praying rod. And God was telling him, now it's time to use the acting in faith rod. And you need to be put in different situations and have a mentor that's going to teach you what rod to use for the specific place that you are in. Also, what time is the correct time to fish? I didn't know that there was a specific time to fish. There's, there's a, you have to wait for the tide to come down or for the tide to come high at a certain time frame. Usually at nighttime is the best time. I don't know the, all of the strategies and the physics and the water and the waves and all of that. But I do know that most of the time you see fishermen from that six o'clock in the afternoon, evening, it's probably about that four or five o'clock in the morning. That's when you normally will see the fish. Uh, I remember, you know, driving over bridges in, in New Haven and you can see people fishing at nights and whatnot during those specific times. But there's a specific time to fish and you have to know what those times are. 
And the next thing that, that they will teach you is how to scale your fish game. See, because fishing, you just don't stay at one level. I, I really got fascinated when the Spirit of God just started breaking this with me because it, it's a progression of fish. It's a progression of growing up in different levels and scaling up. So the first, it all starts with a worm, right? I remember uh, when I was little and I used to go fishing um, or even in Puerto Rico, you can either get the worms outside or you go to a bait shop and just get this big white bucket and there'll be worms and dirt and all of the inside. And it's awesome, right? As a kid, you know, playing with worms, that's just great. Um, so if you're going to fish and you want to scale up, it starts with a worm. And when you catch that out your worm, you want to be able to catch what's called the bunker fish. Now, this is one of my friends who told me this. If this is wrong, y'all can blame him, not me. I'm not a professional, right? But that bunker fish is, is the fish that's always looking for the worm, that you can catch with a worm. But if you want to go up, right? If you want to go ahead and let's say you want to catch a bass, you're not going to catch a bass with a worm. What you do is, and I didn't notice, you actually take the bunker fish that you that you actually just picked up and you cut them up in pieces. And now you went from a worm to a big piece of dead fish that is attractive to the bass. And the bass would come in and hook up. Now you got a bass. And as you can see, you go from a worm to a bunker fish that's small to a bass fish. And these bass fish can be massively big, man. I've seen some that are just huge. Uh, pieces of fish but after you catch a bass now you can move up and you can take that bass you can cut them up and you can go for a bluefish and if any of you have ever caught a bluefish those guys are tough and they're strong <laughs> overall but you can see how you go from the worm to the bunker to the bass to the bluefish now when you get to that point or that level of the bluefish you have maxed out on what you can catch on land. That's it. That's, that is the highest level you can ever go on land is to be able to catch that bluefish. You now have the opportunity. You now have the opportunity to actually go ahead and go deep sea fishing. And when you go to deep sea fishing, you have an opportunity to chase a marlin with the live bait. So now you've gone from being on a worm and having a worm do it to actually moving on up into the deep sea and fishing for marlins with live bait because you've already gone through that progress. You've already gone through that progression. See, when you get with someone who will teach you the ways of the rods, you can always scale up. Jesus scaled up his disciples. He first taught them how to fish. He taught them how to speak to man. He sent them in twos and twos. He empowered them, right? But then he brought them back, right? And he gave them directions and he scaled them up so that he can build them up on the same way. They went from small stuff to being able to do great things. And Jesus even told them, you will do even greater things than I have done. See, you are no longer on a bridge fishing. You're on a charter boat. If you wanna catch a marlin, if you wanna catch a hammerhead, if you wanna catch these big massive fishes, you're gonna have to do it on a boat. 
And that is what mentorship is all about, scaling up levels so you can get something that the ordinary person cannot get. You know, someone once said, you can't pick who your parents are, but you can pick who you choose to follow. And that's your decision today. With all of these invitations out there, with all of these entertaining individuals out there, who are you going to choose? Because you really have two options, right? You can pick the fish and just stay there, or you can pick the rod and learn how to fish and learn how to be able to supply and do it for yourself. And you can go ahead and serve others and be a blessing to others. The beauty is that it's your choice. Jesus makes the invitation to his disciples, but at the end of the day, it was really their choice. So I want to ask you today, if you have the options to pick, would you pick the fish or would you pick the rod? If you pick the fish mentorship, then I invite you to just wait and your fish and chips will arrive sooner or later. See, when you pick the fish mentorship, you have to wait. You have to sit. You have to depend on someone. But if you pick the rod mentorship, then I'm going to invite you to get ready to cast your bait because God's going to take you from the from where he called you from. He called them at their shores. He called them at the shallow waters when he invited them. But he invited them to go out there into the sea and take out and do things that no one else has been able to do before. Now, for the record, the disciples who chose the rod mentorship, the harvest they have fished for the kingdom has not stopped in 2000 years and it's still counting till today. I can say that I am a result of these disciples casting their rod, evangelizing, preaching the word, and I am a result of that. And the numbers of fishers of men keep getting added day by day. So today I invite you to get out your comfort zone. Go get your own fish. See, you can stay with fish, but God wants you to have a bass. He wants you to have a bluefish. He wants you to have a marlin. He wants you to go ahead and go get a shark. <laughs> he wants you to have a diverse palette of his blessings. Don't just stay by the bridge. Don't just stay waiting for the fish and chips. Uh, this is all that I have today for you guys. I am excited. This is your host, Juan Marquez. Until next time, God bless. Remain rooted in faith.